Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I have details to share from the latest Engages focus group. So this focus group was comprised of all Arizona residents. And as usual, they're all swing voters. They went for Trump in 2016, then Biden in 2020. So there are two groups, a total of 11 voters, which is standard for Engages. And before you guys bother to type out the typical comment about how, oh, this isn't a large enough sample size, I know that. I, I definitely know that. As I always say, I like to hear what the swing voters have to say in these groups to understand if there's a pattern emerging. And these swing voter groups, um, they have been conducted for several years now, and there has been a common theme, which I will explain in a bit. So I'm not going to share all of the questions because some of them had little to do with politics, um, you know, things like, oh, do you think anti-Semitism is rising on college campuses? So I, I should point out up front that a couple of the people had computer issues. So there were times when only 10 participants were able to answer a question. One person was missing. Um, I also wanted to share their party affiliation up front. Two said they were registered Democrats. Three are registered Republicans, and then six of the participants are independents. So the group was asked, or groups were asked, if they saw an ad in which the candidate identified themselves as a McCain Republican, would they find that to be a favorable quality or non-favor or you know unfavorable quality? Eight of the ten said yes, they would view that as favorable. Um, eight of the 10 said, yeah, we have positive feelings towards John McCain. Again, these are Arizona voters, so they like that. They were then asked to identify three different people. They were shown photos of three Arizona candidates, Democratic candidate Ruben Gallego, Independent Kirsten Cinema, and then Maganut Carrie Lake. Only one out of 10 recognized and could actually name Ruben Gallego, which is not good. Hopefully that's going to change as the election gets near. Um, sadly, seven out of 10 knew who Kirsten Cinema was, and then eight out of the 10 knew who Carrie Lake was. The majority knew who Carrie Lake was, although they knew her for all the wrong reasons. When they were asked, okay, if there's a three-way race with all of these candidates, only two out of the 11 said that they would vote for Gallego. Three out of the 11 said Cinema and not a single swing voter said they would vote for Lake. Now the calculus changed a bit when the participants were asked about a head-to-head -head race between Gallego and Lake. So if Cinema for some reason drops out, she's just out of the race for some reason, 10 out of the 11 then said they would go for the Democrat, they would go for a Gallego, and only one guy said he would reluctantly vote for Lake, but he said that would be his last resort because none of these 11 swing voters had anything good to say about Lake other than, oh, she's pretty, she has nice hair. <laughs> um, 10 out of the 11 agreed she's way too extreme to be a U.S. Senator. Um, they were then asked about Arizona's abortion laws. This is really interesting. Five of the 11 knew something about the abortion laws in Arizona. The other six did not. Um, I was pretty surprised to hear the answers to these questions because they were asked what their cutoff date would be for abortions. How many weeks in would you allow, if at all? 
three out of the 11 said they would allow no abortions whatsoever, no exceptions for rape and incest. One of the 11 said six weeks, one said eight weeks, another one said nine weeks, one said um, no abortion after 11 weeks, three out of the 11 said they would cut off access after 12 weeks, and one of the 11 said 26 weeks. The groups were then shown a photo of Democratic presidential candidate Dean Phillips. Not a single person could identify him. Not a good sign for Phillips. Um, they were also then shown a video that's being aired by his campaign in New Hampshire. The feedback they got for that was not good. <laughs> um, not a single participant in this group or in either of these groups, I should say, said that he looked or sounded presidential. However, six out of the 11 said they think that it's a good thing that he's running. They think it's a good thing for democracy for Biden to have challengers. Now, here's where I see a pattern for the past several years, and there's both good news and bad news for Biden. The swing voters were asked to say a word or phrase that describes how they feel when they see Biden on TV, on TV. what emotion Biden evokes in them, not what they think he's feeling, what they're feeling. Here's the answers. It's not good. Confused, disheartened, hopeful, sad, calm, two said indifferent, and three said they felt concerned. Not good. But then they were asked if they regret voting for Biden, and only two out of the 10 said yes. Now, it was a little confusing because there was a woman in one of these two groups who sat there nodding along with a lot of what people were saying, but she never raised her hand or, you know, lifted her finger to agree with them when asked, asked a different question. So I don't know if this woman understood what she was supposed to be doing or if she, she almost treated it like she was watching a show. <laughs> to, to be honest. So could have been three out of 10, but it, it, only two of them raised their hand. Um, then they were asked if the race was held today and if it was Trump versus Biden again, would you take Trump back? Only three out of 10 said yes. So the vast majority, which is, again, that's odd, right? Because only two said they regret voting for Biden, but then three said they would vote for Trump again. So it's like, you don't regret voting for Biden, but you'd still vote for Trump. Okay. Um, so the, the vast majority, though, are not happy about Biden, but they definitely don't want Trump back. That has been a theme. That has been the ongoing theme for several years now. It is very consistent, even in other focus groups outside of Engages. Now, here's where things get shaky for Biden. When asked if they would take another one of the Republican candidates who is currently running over Biden, six out of 10 said yes. And this is the problem with the MAGA crowd. This is how Trump shot himself in the foot because by and large, MAGA still believes that Trump won. They still think that he is the most popular candidate. So in lying to his supporters about the election being rigged, Trump screwed himself and he screwed the Republican Party because they honestly believe that he beat Biden before and he is a, a shoe in He is a sure thing to beat him again, which if you think about it, it's like, OK, well, doesn't that just prove that you don't really think the election was stolen? 
Because if they really think that that voter fraud or election fraud exists on this massive scale and that the Democrats rig all the elections, then how do they think Trump is going to win again? I, I say again, how do they think he's going to win? They think it's again, <laughs> right? But it just proves they don't really believe that the election was rigged because if they did, they would go, why even bother to show up? Why even bother to vote? He's not going to win because the Democrats are going to cheat. So it proves they're all liars. Anyway, um, and I'm not saying Trump doesn't have a chance of winning because, uh, you know, clearly from the polls, I'm very nervous. It's clear that he does have a chance. Um, But it's also very clear that most of the other Republican candidates would have a better chance of beating Biden than Trump does. If they understood that, if MAGA understood that, and they really wanted Biden gone, they would ditch Trump. They would go with a better candidate. Oh, well. (laughs) Here's another factor. These swing voters were asked how they would vote if there was a three-way race between Trump, Biden, and Robert Kennedy, which very likely is going to be the case. Six out of 10 of these people said that they would vote for Kennedy. He is the favorite. Four out of 10 said they would still vote for Biden. And none of the participants chose Trump in that scenario. So the three who said, I would go back to Trump, they will ditch him for Robert Kennedy. So obviously, at least with these swing voters, Kennedy is going to pull more votes from, from Trump. I mean, he's going to pull some from Biden, that's for sure. But overall, I think Kennedy takes far more votes from Trump, you know, but then you have other candidates in the mix like Cornell West and, you know, so Jill Stein. So that's where things get tricky. But, you know, one thing that makes me nervous is the public's perception of Biden and Trump in regard to their cognitive and mental health. This is where the Republicans' talents to brainwash the electorate really shine. They, they're so much better at this than the Democrats. It just shows how the Democrats suck at messaging and how weak they are, how they're unwilling to say certain things and get tough. The participants were asked if either candidate was showing signs of senility. Five out of 11 said yes for Biden. Only one out of 11 said yes for Trump. And then this part was even more concerning. They were asked then if either Trump or Biden showed signs of mental illness, like actual mental illness. Two out of 11 said yes. One said, oh, yeah, Biden is showing signs of depression. What? (laughs) I mean, the only positive part of that was that three out of the 11 said, yes, Trump is showing signs of mental illness, which I can't believe it wasn't all 11. (laughs) I can't believe it wasn't higher, but at least some of them recognize it. I mean, the guy is a walking mental illness and has been his entire life. So um, the next question was about which party cares more about the working class. Eight out of 11 said Democrats care more. 
that that kind of surprised me. Two out of the 11 said Republicans care more, which that is just laughable. I mean, they're always trying to take away workers' rights. And then one lady said, no, neither party. The, the same woman who thinks that, <laughs> that Biden has mental illness, she thinks that, that neither party cares about the working class. Last but not least, the participants were asked to name their top issue overall, and it was all over the place. Three said Israel or war in general, two said inflation or the economy, two mentioned immigration or border security, one said gun violence, one said accountability for Trump, one said democracy or and or the fear of aut autocracy, um, and then one is stuck in the 90s, she said national debt. <laughs> So there you go. The answers have not changed much over the past two years. It is a mixed bag of nuts, in some cases for real. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, I look for patterns. I want to see, you know, is this like what we're going to see going into the election? And the answer most definitely seems yes, unless something massive changes the majority of people do not like Biden or they're concerned about him or they're, you know, not all that thrilled, but they absolutely do not want Trump back. Anyway, you guys know how I love these these uh, focus groups. So I'll keep you posted when they have another one or when I see others on, on other channels and, and other shows uh, conducted by different groups. So Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. Love you all. Take care. I'll talk with you soon.